Hello and welcome to Laps and Tarps. We're talking about crafting today. I'm Kerry. I'm joined by Morgan and a severe absence of Tom, who has not done his work. No, we're shaming Tom yes. for the fact he has he has decided declined to uh, be available when we are rude. Yeah, I mean, going for a meal with friends. Why is he going for a meal with friends? Well, I don't know. I think it's someone's birthday. Well, maybe. Yeah, but I it's, mean, it's, 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 it's just rude. Right? Like, why does he even have friends outside no, of I us? Know. I was going to say it's horrendous. I mean, Honestly. we can have friends outside of us, but he can't. Yeah, Tom, yeah, I'm allowed to go on like hikes and things. Yeah, but that's in the daytime. No, Tom is here for the podcast. Yeah, yeah, here exactly. We are. So yeah, we uh, once again new episode of holding ourselves accountable for the 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 crafting we've said we would do. Um, so can you remember what your target, I guess, last time was? Well, I had two targets. Uh, I wanted to make a new tunic, learning from the mistakes of my first tunic, and I also wanted to do something with the handbag that I bought just to make it look a bit more impressive, more unique. I w- had wanted to make some kind of flap for it, though where the straps are, I have found that will be quite finicky. Perhaps, oh, yeah. yeah How I, are they connected? Uh, it's just where they're connected. Like the opening is like a circular shape, the handbag, and then the straps don't meet at the bottom where it opens. It's like higher up, so I'd have to like work around that. I can't and, picture, I don't know what, you, I can't imagine this. Um, well, I could show it to you later, All right, but the listeners, we'll, we'll unfortunately, picture, we'll, we'll have put, to... We'll put pictures on the social media yeah, when this episode comes out. I will, and then you can give me ideas for it. A listener did actually message in and talk to me and recommend that I use acrylic pens to do some kind of design on it, which oh, nice. I might do at some point. Didn't quite have them in the budget. Spent on budget on um, fabrics this, <laughs> this month. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, uh, the big, the, the a massive lie. Uh, that we were told was, oh, you know, well, in fact, no, I'm lying to myself there. The yeah. lie you tell yourself is that I will save money because I'm going to craft instead of buy more stuff. And then you buy, you, you craft way more than you would ever buy. And then you end yeah. up with a lot more kit. But also I think the funny thing in terms of finances that I found is I've now made two tunics. The first one more expensive because I didn't know what I was doing in terms of fabric shopping. Um, I ended up buying more fabric than I probably needed. Mm. And the second time I'd forgotten how much fabric I'd bought and rounded it down. And actually it worked out. It was oh, fine. Um, but it was also cheaper fabric. But they were both more expensive than the outfit I have built up from a charity shop where <laughs> I um, at one point found this nice green top that looks quite in character and then recently went out and bought a skirt that also works. So the top was £3.50. The skirt was £4. The cheaper fabric that I bought was nine pounds per meter and i needed two meters to make my tunic oh so clearly charity shopping is the way if you're really looking to be frugal i'm pretty sure there's a fabric uh kind of like shop in harrogate called the code exchange which is like cheaper stuff and when i went with my with emma who uh before i was interested in crafting i've never been more bored in my entire life when i was in the shop now i feel like i'd go and i'd be like i am this is beautiful and i can buy all this stuff but i don't know if they do anything like fabricy. i mean it might be worth popping in and having a look mm. Saw, oh, that's always good to shop around. Yeah, I think I want to get into a bit of embroidery as well because I want to have like some more decoration on my stuff because at the minute I can like get the patterns and sew the stuff together. But like doing decoration is currently a bit beyond me. I feel like embroidery wouldn't be too hard. When we got want to get one of those the, those rings, those wooden rings the, that you put the fabric in. The loop. Is that what it's called? I have no idea. An embroidery loop fabric. or hoop. hoop. I feel like hoop. Hoop. Embroidery hoop. 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 <laughs> yes. Um, let us know if we're getting that wrong, which I'm no, fairly sure we are. No, don't tell us. Embroidery hoop. Yeah, okay, we know, yeah. The LARP hoop, the loop. The, the loop. We're back to the loop again. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> We've gone full circle, as it were. Hey! hey. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I want to give that a crack, because it's like, I want to put some more, like, patterns on my stuff. 
Yeah. Um, especially Dawn, like some flowery stuff. Yeah, or, I'd love like, some, some leaves. Heraldry. Um, oh, yeah, hell yeah. That'd be good. Um, but yeah, no, so you kind of made a new tunic um, and you were happy with how it's gone this time, I guess? Yeah, a lot better. Um, definitely with the neckline because, yes. as I said in the last Big scoopy episode, neckline last time. Yeah, I'd, I'd gone, well, basically I'd tried to do something a bit more fancy than was on the description, which was a mistake for my first ever proper sewing attempt. Bold though. Ended it? up having to cut off a load of fabric and now I've got a full off the shoulder look where I need something to hold it up, basically. It's far too big. So I've had to make like um, a sort of sleeveless jacket vest thing. You could thing. make like a shawl yeah. over it, I guess. Well, it has to like hold the dress yeah, up. No, That's why it needs to have like armholes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that works. That works fine. And it looks all right, to be fair. Like I wore it for the winter feast that we did. Yes, you um, did. Oh, and that, that was so all right. Fun. Yeah. I enjoyed um, that. You can see that in some of the pictures. <laughs> And so now I got the neckline a lot better. I still managed to make it because I made a circle that was far too small this time. Uh, Overcorrecting, as oh, I excellent. always do. Well, yeah, but it's easier to make the circle bigger than mm. it is to make it smaller, I guess. Yeah. So instead of making the circle bigger, I cut down a slit and then like sewed around that. So it's made that sort of um, oh, yeah. like a, a curved shape that comes down off the circle. Oh, nice. And it does look... A little bit more authentic, I like to think. It's good. Uh, and it also, it obviously makes the hole big enough that your head can fit through. That's also um, ideal for Without a having it too wide, like the neckline. Yeah. So I quite like it like that. Um, I also, because I ended up using less fabric, the sleeves were too long anyway on the first one that I made. So I measured them a little bit shorter and they were still far too long. So now I've got to decide between either cutting them shorter again or potentially elasticating them because then having a bit of a poofy sleeve look, it just adds a bit more character, I think. Mm. It's either that or embroidering the ends. Yeah. I need to get, mm. like I say, or you can get like a nice trim. Like what kind of thing? Like leaves. Oh, I see. Instead of embroidering it, just yeah, stitching something on. Yeah, so you can on. buy like trims and then like fold it over and sew that on. Mm. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, I might have a look, see if I can find That'd anything. So I don't want it to look too fancy. I like the idea that all of my tunics are hand-me-downs and that's why they're kind of falling apart and they're too big for me. Yeah, but it's also like you could do it in, if you did like mismatchy things. It's like, oh, the sleeve was frayed, oh, like so scraps. I bought some lining to put it on. Oh. I bought some lining here and there. It would be quite yeah, cute. Yeah, like different ones. Yeah, I quite like that. That's have you decided idea. on your tattoos yet? Um, I think I'm going to have my fawns on like my collarbone. Nice, I think. okay. I quite like the idea of having them there. I quite like the idea of having something on my hands. Um, perhaps just below the thumb on the back of my hand. Oh, but then when you're washing your hands, it come off. And Yeah, yeah. I think because a lot of people go for the face, don't they? Like they have yeah. them on their face. Well, I don't want too much because obviously I've already got my Naga. Naga. Naga, like face pain. Um, and I don't want to get weird tan lines. So I've already had to establish that with like a base coat of green with like a darker green on top so that hopefully I won't get weird tan lines. <laughs> and obviously I'm going to stick to the tree line as much as possible during those hottest summer days. But that also works well for me because I'm not a massive fan of basking in the sun, particularly not in costume. Mm. Perhaps, you know, if you were just chilling in your garden, reading a book, that's that's one thing. But when you but, can go back in and get a drink, yeah. but when you're out in there all yeah, day, I was gonna say, it's we were quite like, a different yeah, we were feeling. This, when you come around to my cabin in the middle of the day, I'm like, hi, are you wearing sun cream? Yeah, you no. told me off for it. this sun cream on? That's going to be fun when I've got face paint and I put my sun cream on before my face paint and then I go, I'm not doing it now. Well, you've got to put your sun cream on, let it dry. Then you've got to, oh, maybe you can get like the Mister stuff. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea, actually. On top. Though hopefully, maybe the face paint would protect my um, skin yeah, a bit as well. Yeah, you'll just, just have an to, extra layer. Yeah, you'll just have to go for the bits where your face paint's not on. Yeah, like top them up a bit. Do you reckon you could get UV face paint? 
UV protective face paint, not glowy face paint. Perhaps. You can get UV makeup, which I could put on as a layer underneath the yeah. face paint. But I'm not going to... Well, hopefully I'm not going to have to reapply the face paint too much. Um, but as I say, I'll stick to the shade a little bit more, I reckon. Yeah. Well, you're a Naga, aren't they? Or do they like to bask in the sun? They like to be comfortable. And I wouldn't be comfortable just lying yeah, in the sun do. in the middle of the day. Yeah, you'll just spend you know? time in the var, like lying in I spend in the time trees. in the sun in the early morning when the sun's not like at its mm. full hotness. And then I'll go bask in the shade of the tea room. Oh my God, I can't wait for LARP. Jesus mm. Christ. Tell me about it. The more we talk about it. I think when this episode comes out, it'll be the week after Little Mother's Ball. So I've had like a mm. flavour. But I just want to yeah. be in a field, in a tent. I'm jealous oh. of Tom a little bit, actually, because he's going to the Little Mother's Ball with you this yeah, weekend, yeah, yeah. and then he's going to Seven Hours with me, and that's next month. That's only, like, two, three weeks away. I think it's three he's weeks. He's a LARPy boy. He is a LARPy boy. I'm going to Echoes of the Ancients, which is the Valorn LARP at the mm. end of March. Yeah. Um, And I'm very excited for that, because that's, like, trip to Brickelliand, and, like, we've had the magical onion soup, so we are all, like, we're immune to venom, and we're immune to the Valorn miasma. Nice. I am incredibly excited. Though, since we're getting a bit off topic, I'll bring us back a little bit. And are you wearing anything you've crafted to the Little Mother's Ball? Ah, oh, beautiful segue. Yes. Um, well, I, well it was, it's funny now because now I'm in a position with my kit where I have to make costume choices, which is exciting. Because yes. I have enough things to be like, hmm, what should I wear? Um, so I am wearing the kind of jerkin surcoat thing. I've Not surcoat, jerkin kind of doublet thing I've made before. So it's like my quilted blue uh, waistcoat kind of thing mm. with the golden clasps. Um, I'm going to wear that, I think, because I bought okay. that. I bought, I made that specifically for Little Mother's Ball because I wanted like my like little Lord Tristan to have like a nice little outfit. Not Lord Tristan, crikey. You yeah. said little old Tristan. I said little Lord Tristan. Oh, well, you could have got away with it. Yeah, I could have, never mind. <laughs> um, little Yo Folk Tristan, but like a little bit up, upscaled. Um, got some fancy kit for a special ball. But then I had my goal last time to cut out the pieces of fabric for my coat. I finished my coat, <laughs> so I Huzzah. I have no impulse control, uh, and I had the fabric upstairs for ages, and it'd been sitting there. And I was like, "Oh, you know, what? I'll cut the pieces out." One week later, I think I'm done. Um, or was it two weeks later? Anyone that's following me um, on Instagram at Glorious Larper, I was posting all like my progress stories. Um, I haven't posted the finished product yet for two reasons. Uh, one reason is I haven't decided if I want to put more buttons on. Reason number two is I cannot take good photos of myself. I mean, also, is the product ever really finished? Yeah, this is true. I mean, I mean it's already... I learned a lot of lessons making this. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that's the greatest thing about um, starting off with crafting. You learn very quickly oh, a lot of things. I literally, like, I was... As I was making it, so it was really funny going through the instructions over the wiki at this point. It's like, you might have your own way of putting lining into an outer. And I was like... Yes, of course no, I do. Yeah, but you tell me yours. Yeah, <laughs> just, out of curiosity. Just for fun. Um, it might be fun to try a new way. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it was like, so when I made my lining with my doublet, it was, uh, again, following a pattern with pattern pieces. Like, so you've cut out the paper and stuff, which made mm -hmm. it a lot easier um, to follow. I've still not done one like that, and I really want to. It feels like luxury sewing. It is like, it makes <laughs> it a lot easier. Yeah. And like, you cut it out to size and stuff like that, so you can kind of, whereas when the other stuff is kind of like, eh, wing it. I feel like we're very different sewists sewists Seam, seamsters and seamstresses seamsters. Oh. Well, seamsters could be gender neutral i think maybe. well it's interesting because it's the same with everything right it's like you have murderer and murderess or author oh. and author yeah exactly but seamstress is like the common one but seamster is the masculine version of seamstress hmm. but not that it matters 
yeah <laughs> anyway i feel like we've got very different approaches to this like you're very much like uh you're very ambitious you get patterns you've got the like the little cut out things that you stick on and you, you do it all properly uh and you, you even you know back things and everything and i'm there like i've got i've followed one tunic pattern everything else i've just made up <laughs> yeah, that's also i can't i've always been like i was the kid that made the lego by the instruction book oh yeah i'd never had a actual lego so i just had a yeah, you see i'm just not i can't like it's really hard for me to kind of pull stuff out like I, i'm doing a bit with my world building stuff at the minute yeah. but like i really struggle to so we're being like uh hey i've got a pattern that i can follow i find a lot easier because I, i've been following um uh, a friend of ours was talk, i've been talking to them about because they done like a costuming course i was talking to them about the stuff they've been making and i haven't asked them yet but the thing i've been thinking is like how do you, because they've been, they've been making a pattern, they've been making clothes and they've been cutting out the paper because they've designed the pattern. Yeah. And I'm like, ha, how? Yeah. How do you go, how does your brain go, I'm, I know what I want it to look like I and how to back it helps step. when you spend a lot of time just watching like TikToks and videos of people making different things and yeah. you get the idea of I mean, how things come together. Also, they're doing a degree in it. So I guess well, that, yeah, but, also that. But I all, mean, I think as, as a novice like me, you yeah. kind of, you get the gist of some basic things. Yeah. I need to kind of, I'm looking forward to kind of making my own stuff, but I feel like I'm learning more as I do the patterns. Mm. I think you, when you do start making your own stuff, your own stuff will be a lot nicer than my own stuff. <laughs> I don't think so. It's like, I'm still like, I still fumble loads on the patterns that I've got. Like I yeah. don't. The thing is, it's so easy to make a mistake. And I know mm. we covered this in the last one, but. Well, it's also interesting because it's kind of like you can undo it. Oh but yeah. What I was going to say. Definitely get a seam ripper. Any of you who haven't started sewing yet, who are listening to this, like I might give it a try and get a seam I'll ripper. I'll use my scissors to cut the thread. No, no, no you won't. No, 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 You'll no. ruin your fabric. You will I save learned. yourself a million hours by having your seam ripper to just go and undo your mistakes. That's how I, so I was kind of back to what I was saying, the doublet yeah, I made, though it's, <laughs> I also got off track. <laughs> the lining at the bottom of that, um, is really messy. Like mm. you can see the, um, what's the word, interfacing, which is really yeah. kind of like the, the bit you glue on uh, to make it a bit thicker and bits and reinforced. You can see that poking out the bottom and you can kind of see all the seams and it's fine, but like, it, and it works and you can't see it when it's closed, but I know it's there and there's yeah. like bits where it's snagged and I've been sewing it. Yeah, and the so hems I'm, on the inside of my tunics, I've, I've made them nice and neat at the ends where they poke, where they, like the neck hole, the... Um, sleeves like and i've made them all nice and neat but i know that inside once i put that through the washing machine it's gonna just be tatters oh god yeah but it'll all be within the seams so no, it'll all stay together yeah but it'll be fine there'll be threads everywhere but that's the the, the yeah because i'm kind of like but when i made this coat uh c-o-t-e um i was a bit more careful with how i was putting stuff together and i was a bit more conscious of the lining at the bottom because i was kind of as i've been doing this and i if you're again, if you're new to this, new to crafting, what I've been doing is whenever I've been putting on clothes, like my coats and stuff, I've been inspecting them and being like, how have they hidden the seam here? And how yeah, I they... started to like look at how things does this like work? That. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, how have they, and sometimes I'll be like, how have they hidden the thread? And then I look and they haven't. It's just very well color matched. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, because I was like, how do they hide it? I'm like, oh, they don't. Yeah, <laughs> it's they, just, they just looks, match it. Yeah. It's the same color. So that's kind of when I was doing my coat, like there is a lot way to hide the thread from the so that you can't see it on the lining but i didn't do that i kind of sewed it all together which made the bottom a lot neater the product looks a lot nicer yeah despite the fact you can see quote unquote see the thread outside but you can't because it's really well matched um so that's i feel like i made an improvement there there's no place where the fabric has snagged um so like on my jerkin it's kind of like folded over a bit on the shoulder so yeah oh yeah no i see what you mean Yeah. yeah whereas i've been more careful i've known not to do that i the first thing i made i didn't pin it 
So yeah, me either. I pinned my latest tunic, and oh my god, which I mean, I had to because it was it was stretchier fabric, which oh, actually yeah, yeah. much much more comfortable to wear, but a lot more difficult to cut and work yeah, with. Like trying to like measure that is. Mm. Well, I always think that when I look at t-shirting material, it's like making a t-shirt sounds terrifying because it's just it must like stretch and stuff mm. as you're trying to cut it. Yeah. But yeah, no, I um I made it a lot. I feel like it, that went a lot better. That aspect of it, like, and also. There was a few bits with the sleeves, like I was the way I was doing with the lining with that was a bit different. Mm. But it was all a lot more kind of manual and chalking stuff out, um, and it was good fun. The lessons I learned this time were a couple of things. Uh, I actually don't hate hand sewing as much as I thought I did. Yeah, it's um, not so bad. No, I used to. I, I've said before, like, can't bother. It takes too long. As I was hand sewing the uh, hemline of my coat, I was like, this is quite therapeutic. That took you a long time. Uh, I'm not a good hand sewer. It's really so, yes. riggedy. <laughs> so yes, it took me. I was kind of going around, and I did. I did a running stitch for the hemline um, because it's not under. Well, in fact, no, I'm lying. I did a running stitch for the hemline because I couldn't be bothered back stitching. Hmm. And then I got my coat, and I was uh, the way you did it was um, you made you cut the sleeve pattern out of the outer fabric and the inner fabric, put them back to back, and sewed the um, cuff together. So it's like joined at the cuff. Then you sew along the outer edge and you make basically a really long tube where one half of it is lining and one half of it is outer. Yeah. And then you basically got a detached sleeve. Sew the outer to the outer of the coat, mm-hmm. right? That's the simple bit. Then the next bit was to get the lining sewn to the lining of the jacket inside. Okay. And that was like, it had to be hand-stitched. Yeah. Um, now, I when I first made this... At least if you mess that up, it's on the inside of your arm. Well, this is what I thought. So I oh, wasn't okay. as precise with it. And I did running stitches. And when I put this coat on the first couple of times, I was like, oh my God, my shoulders like lifted up. Like I felt like I was hunched, like to pull it forward. That felt really weird. And then every time I put it on, I'd hear like a pop from a stitch. And I was like, what the hell was that? Oh, I hate that sound. Oh. And then I kind of realized what had happened because I went to try it on another second time, put my hand in and went straight down the lining. Inside the coat, I went, oh. oh. <laughs> Pulled it back out. So I was like, right, it's fine. I'll just do closer running stitches because I don't I just. So I did that, ripped again. I was like, I'm going to have to backstitch it. And then I realized the first time I pulled too much lining through, made the sleeves too short, pulled the lining up, and that was catching my shoulder. So I put this lining in a little bit more, tucked it, used less of the lining and hand stitched mm. that, put the coat on, it fit beautifully. I did a backstitch. So it's a lot more like tight and secure now. And that was like actually fairly therapeutic hand stitching, mm. but it was less therapeutic because it was like, one through the one layer of lining, next layer of lining, but don't go into the outer bit because that, and then try and bend it back and do that and backstitch mm, through there. It can be really awkward. And I yeah. kept looking and cat. And at one point, I was like, "Oh fuck, I can still see the needle. What am I doing wrong?" It wasn't the needle that had gone through? It was the pin that had gone through. So I'd been spending ten minutes trying to work out why my needle kept going through, but it wasn't. It was a pin that had gone through. Oh no! And so that went all right. I think that's the messiest part of it. And I think next time I make something like this, I'm going to be a bit more careful and try and work mm. out do a bit better. I know that. My next project, my pirate coat, that I'll talk about in a bit, has lined sleeves. So hopefully there'll be some guidance in that, which I can kind of extract and use for when I'm making more of these. So I can be like, oh, well, in the pirate coat, this is how I did it. So I can do that in the future. Then I did the buttonholes. The way you do that is... Did you hand stitch those, can I say? No, I did not. Um, Basically, there is a... um, Oh, on your sewing machine? Yes, there's an attachment on the sewing machine where it kind of... So what you do is you mark out where you want your button to be. Yeah. And then what it does is you have four different settings. You sew up. Oh, no, you sew like a, the, the like a, a line at the bottom to form a yeah. rectangle. So up one side, do another line to form the top of a rectangle, and then down the other side, and you mm-hmm. form a little rectangle. 
Then you put a seam ripper down the middle and you rip it between the kind of really thick seams that you've made for the buttons. Okay. And then you've got a buttonhole. Oh, okay. That sounds quite simple. Yeah, really? the top one I made too small because I didn't believe my markings. I was like, no, that's way too too big. It yeah, wasn't the, too big. The point is, this is so easy to do, to, to not trust yourself. Yeah. You're like, oh, no, I, I've done that wrong. I'll just make it smaller. Mm. I was like, oh, no, it just looks much... The, the marking looks much bigger when it's on my sewing machine and it's kind of zoomed in. But also, I suppose, the thread is the outline of the pocket of the hole. Yes, exactly. Yeah, hole. 100%. And then I made the... So the button's on by hand. One of them has now come off, which is annoying, which I need to sew back on. But I've got these lovely gold rose buttons from Dutton's for Buttons in Harrogate. Perfect. Who supplied... I think they supplied for Paris the Caribbean. Did buttons. they? Yeah. Um, and this is now... Exciting. Now really comfortable. I've put it on. It's really comfortable and it's warm. And you need to have a belt across it because otherwise it poofs out. Yeah. Um, but it is, it's lovely. And this is this is what I've made um, and I'm loving it. And, and the, you get so frustrated when you're sewing and then you make it and you're like, look at this thing that I made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everybody, that's why social media is so good. It's like, give yeah. me validation. Oh yeah, every time I make something, I put it on and I send a picture to Morgan. Oh yeah, I'm always like, that looks <laughs> fucking brilliant, well done. And I'm like, yay, we need to We need to get our sewing machines together and have a little sewing. We day. should have a sew day. We said that we should have a sew we day. We did, but we are busy humans. And get Tom and get him to actually make something. Tom, you're he, fucking useless. To his credit, has bought some fabric. Oh yeah, well done, Tom. No, yeah, I'm for his that. banner. <laughs> um, he's actually resourced it. Because the thing is, that's the hardest part for me because it's finding the budget for everything. Mm. But then once you've got the materials, what are you waiting for? Well, I've got um, I've when from looking, I'll ask him, that canvas that he's bought looks really thick, so mm. it's going to be it's going to be a really good. Banner. You might need to get like a sharp needle for that. I, I'm not convinced that he's going to actually sew it. I think he's going to outsource it. Oh, he's already had. He's, he's he's delegated the yeah. jackdaw picture. Yeah, exactly. So. I don't know, what's he going to do? Just sew one of these pieces of material onto the other. Mm. But it does look like it's very thick, sturdy canvas material. I yeah, think. I reckon you'll have to get... Oh, God, the Is banner... It, oh, I hope he doesn't try and use the sewing machine and break the needle. Just get a sharper needle. Yeah. The banner bearer of that is going to be... It's quite heavy. It's going to be like... Mm. Um, but yeah, Tom, get Again, though, he'll outsource it, so... Yeah, it'll <laughs> not be his be him, problem. Is it? <laughs> Tom, get here next time, because it feels rude talking about you behind your back. Actually, no, we're not talking about mind. He'll be listening to the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> this isn't behind his back. He's listening now. Well, exactly. Um, yeah, so that's kind of the coat I've made, and I'm really happy with it. I've now moved on to my pirate coat, which I'm making for mm. Branton Reed, which is I said last week. It's like black and with colour on the inside. Although I have bought some really nice gold trimming for like the outside, nice. um, which again I'm going to blame on one of my shipmates who's in character making my coat because mm. um, she's like decorated it loads because she's the tailor on the ship and I'm going to be like, fucking, I, don't, I didn't want any of this as I'm walking around with like frilly <laughs> oh, cuffs that. and gold decoration. Um, so that's kind of, I've cut the pieces out for that. I'm putting the, um, I've put the, what's it called, the interfacing on it now. Mm. And tonight I'm going to start sewing it, um, which is going to be exciting. So I can get that I love together. that. That's funny as well. Like you think sewing seems like this big, unsurmountable task. And then once you've got a sewing machine, you've got in the habit of sewing. Like I came home from work the other day. I was like, I'm going to have my dinner. I'm going to have a nice bath. And then I sat down on the couch and went, you know what? I've got like another hour. I could sew. Yeah. <laughs> I started making an apron just like that. And then, But it's also like, so, like the, for me, it's the prep bit, which I don't like. It's like the cutting out the pieces, get everything Yeah. Around. But then the minute I've got the sewing machine going and I can oh, see it starting I to come love together. That. Yeah. Um, I'm, I, yeah, I'm very excited to get my coat together uh, and see what that feels like. And then I think next project is going to be second breakfast costume. Yes. So, I have no idea what I'm wearing for that. So since we last spoke, I have bought three books. I have bought Make Your Own Medieval Clothing, um, The Tudor Tailor, which was recommended to me by a friend, 
and um, a book on like making menswear, mm. like modern menswear. Um, and I've bought these all. So the Tudor Taylor has got some really cool like league-esque stuff, but also stuff that if I remove the slashing and the poofy sleeves, you will be fine. You can make it for, work. It'll work for Dawn. Um, and then my medieval book has got... Um, some more hobbity looks? No, that's again, that's kind of like Dawnish marchery mm, kind of stuff. Okay. But my next thing I want to make is hose. Uh, um, yeah, you had mentioned, yeah. Yeah, which is going to be like tricky because that'll be a fun challenge when you bend over and hear that like that pop of the thread and you just go, where Fuck, was that? Oh, where's that going? <laughs> well, the thing is, it's two separate legs. So uh, my bum's going to be on show anyway. Oh, yeah. So I need to make in character pants to go underneath it. Again, I yeah. Good luck with it. <laughs> Thanks. I'm sure you'll do well. I mean, you've oh. done well with all this other stuff. Thank you. And it's also like having a dress over the top of it anyway. So if it all yeah, pops, to be it's fair. fine. Um, but then, yeah, I've got this menswear book where I've got kind of patterns for trousers and shirts and mm. blazers and stuff, which I'm going to make some nice country uh, uh, hobbit stuff. So I'm going to make corduroy trousers and stuff so I can get all hobbity. Um, I like it. And then I've got to make hose. And then I think that's my current crafting list. But I've got nothing that's kind of like, apart from the pirate coat, which I'm working on, I've got nothing which is like a, 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 an emergency, I guess. Whereas this coat was like, I need a nice warm coat for Empire. I'm going to wear this to Echoes of the Ancients because I want to have something warm to keep like yeah. to keep me warm when I'm not wearing my armor. Um, and then, like I said, I'm going to start working on the Hobbit stuff. I'm going to make some, some stuff for Emma as well, for the Hobbit lap as well. Yeah. Um, oh, that'd be nice. But yeah. I have no idea what I'm going to wear. I've got some corduroy pants that I bought secondhand and they do not fit well. So oh, if no. I do wear them, I'm going to have to modify them. Like They've got this fringe bit at the top. The elastic's too loose. So they just like slide down a bit. So but you're now a sewer. You can. I am. I am now a seamstress. So oh. I, I may seem. <laughs> I may seem like a I, I mere may seem <laughs> like I know what I'm doing. Um, but yeah. So I'm just standing here in my coat now. And now I'm now I'm my head's reeling with ideas for Hobbit LARP costumes. But then I don't have a lot of budget this month. Mm, yeah, we'll see. Have you got anything in the works? Well. I mean, I've not talked about my apron yet that I made. Oh, really? yeah, well, yeah. I briefly mentioned that I just randomly one night decided yeah, I was to start making say, an we, apron. We, I kind of spoke about what we were doing, but then I just got carried away. What else have you yeah. made? Because you've made quite a bit since we last spoke. Well, I don't know if I've made that much. To be honest, I probably wouldn't have made that tunic if it hadn't been for this deadline. So it was a very good idea yeah, to set the deadline. There you go. It got to, what, last last week, and I was like, I if I don't make this now, today, then I'm going to have no time. So I literally went to the fabric shop, got my fabric, came home and just started sewing. And that was good because the tunic is quite a big task. That's a good four hours, I reckon, it takes me to I make need, a tunic. I need to time myself how long it takes me. Mm. Um, but yeah, probably yeah. probably about that. I would say it's about because I've made two now and both, I think, were about that long. But then one evening after work, I had some of that scrap brown fabric that I bought from the internet, which isn't the best material, but I figured I want to try making an apron because obviously I like to help out with the boar's head tavern and I want a little apron for when best, I'm doing tavern best, work. Best tavern for helping your soul get to the labyrinth, according to uh, According Nietzsche, to Nietzsche, yeah. So I got, I actually did, you know, with the two layers of fabric that you, you inline, you know, whatever that you do or whatever. Mm. I actually thought, you know, I'll give that a try. And I so I just cut out two big squares of fabric. And the hardest part, actually, was the um, the sort of strap or the, the ties. So I mm. made one long... Thin, you cut out a long what inch or two inches thick of fabric, sew it together, then trim down the excess of the past the seam, and then you've got to like flip it in on itself. But because it was so long and so thin, oh, I was sat there. Oh yeah, god! Like, make a little slit in the end, 
um, put a, a bobby pin through it yeah. so that it pulls the fabric through. But then even then, trying to like pull it one way whilst you're trying to pull the outside fabric the other way. You know what you could have done? Oh. If you'd got like yeah. the... So it was, if I'm right, it's like basically like a really long bag at this point. You've sewn one end, but not... Basically a really long, really thin bag. So if you, you turn inside out. if you get a pencil and yeah. jam it in the clothes side and then like slide it onto the pencil... Until yeah. if you get all the bunch of fabric down, eventually the inside will I stick out. I think it would have been too long for that. Like, if you see how long the straps are, mm. it's one long strap, like, yeah. sewn all the way through. Like, if you bunched it together? I, I On a pencil, because it was like bunching together on my hand. Oh, and okay. it was, it yeah, 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 yeah it, there was yeah, a lot yeah, of fabric okay. there, really. Um, but you, I mean, I could have maybe got one of my knitting needles. That might have worked. That might have worked better. That might have worked. Um, but I was literally sat there like, why the f- did I do it as one long strap? <laughs> why are there all these threads? Like, it's all on the inside now, so it's fine. Yeah, who but cares? all the threads past the seam are just torn to ribbons. Who cares? Um, but, you know, once I got it through, it's like, I was like, there, like, is it even getting anywhere? And you like pull it, and it's like, it goes back on itself a bit. But you see, you have made some progress, yeah, and yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. fine, I'll keep going. I'm there, like, it is bloody nine o'clock, and I've still not had my bath, and I need to get to bed. For work in the morning and i'm sat here fiddling with this bit of fabric but no i can't leave it till tomorrow <laughs> i am doing not. it tonight that's the thing it's like if i uh, sometimes i'll be like you'll be late and then we'll be like you're coming to bed and i'm like i know i can't use a sewing machine whilst you're asleep <laughs> and i'm like I, I just i would sew into the night just mm. like getting everything together yeah absolutely um, yeah and then um so i managed to get like the basic shape of the apron i managed to get that through i folded it over so that there was like space for the thread to go through or the, the ribbon whatever to go through mm-hmm. um then i sewed that all on so it didn't like slip out because i was not doing that again because again threading it through was a bit of a pain um and then it was a bit bunched so i had to use my seam ripper and straighten it out and then the next or the, the saturday i was i had like 10 minutes and i hadn't brushed my teeth and i hadn't eaten and i was going on a big long walk with my co-worker my friend um and i was there like i could make a pocket <laughs> I could do it now. I've got time. I've got I'm time. Like, I'm like, I'm not even hungry. I don't even want to eat. I've got like 15 minutes. She's always late anyway. I'll just, I'll just make this pocket. Um, so I'm there. Like I have a bit of toast in front of me because I've got to eat something because I'm going on a hike. Mm-hmm. Can't not eat. No, that wouldn't be um, right. No, that wouldn't be good. <laughs> uh, and I'm there like sewing this pocket inside. Oh, she's going to be a bit late. Great. That's mean I've got a bit more time. I noticed I've cut my hand somehow, like a little graze on my hand. I'm like, why am I bleeding? Doesn't matter. Keep sewing. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Is not it a me. major injury? No, no, no. It's not a major injury. It's a scratch. Tis but a scratch. Keep going. <laughs> um, and I'm like, okay, five minutes. Keep going. I haven't brushed my teeth. <laughs> I managed to get it done though. I didn't manage to sew it on, but I managed to make the pocket. And then I come back and... <clears throat> I come back from this long walk hike, whatever, and um, we've got friends who are visiting because they're looking at houses and they're in the house. As soon as they leave, they're going to go out for a house viewing and come back. And I'm like, I've got time to soak that pocket on. <laughs> I've got time. I've got still, time. Still not eating a proper meal. <laughs> and this is not like me. I eat all the time. Um, and then not only did I sew the pocket on, I had some excess fabric and I made a little voodoo doll pin cushion <laughs> because why not? Why, why not keep love, sewing when I haven't eaten or showered? Uh, <laughs> you're obsessed and I love it. That, that moment I got really like, I was very into it that day, like, honestly. I, um, I, I love it. But the sewing machine was all out. Like, it's, you're not going to put it away right, yeah, it's all set up. Well, because I get the sewing table. Uh, you know that big table we use for d and I yeah. use that for sewing on. Um, and it's a whole thing and it's like having to put it away. And whilst yeah. it's there, I'm like, I could just nip on. Um, Bronte, my dog, has walked over the sewing pedal whilst I've been getting stuff. It's going. There's a chance we might be moving in with some friends who've got a dog, and I'm a bit worried about. And they've got a couple of cats as well. I'm like, how am I going to sew in a house with animals in? Because it's fine when I'm just sat on my own. Like you're having a 
separate room. Yeah. Though apparently they don't get too, they don't take too well to not being allowed into locked doors. But like if they know someone's in that room and they're not allowed in, they will, you know, yeah, not be very happy. Yeah, very animals don't like to be left out. No, they have to be part of the sewing. <laughs> <laughs> make, Emma keeps asking me to make clothes for Bronte, and I'm like, I, I don't know if she'd wear understand. them. She hates clothes. Yeah, most dogs do. Some dogs like them. Yeah, I've, admittedly, Bronte hates clothes mm. she hates even having a collar on she's like i'm a free animal please Which is fair yeah no, if i was a dog i wouldn't want to wear clothes no i've got my clothes i've got a nice fur cloak exactly um so yeah my goal for next time is to have my parrot coat or oh, let's be ambitious my parrot coat finished yes that's what i want to do my next time if i, I do a coat too. i can do a parrot coat well yeah exactly yeah you just have to find the time yeah yeah should have some time uh i hadn't I'd come into this podcast thinking about what I've done and not what I want to do. Actually, Harry, the whole reason. Well, to be fair, if you're, you're, I guess what you can do if we're thinking about budgetary constraints mm. is plan. So maybe start sketching out some yeah. like stuff that you want to look, or maybe looking into embroidery, picking well, up some skills. I was like that. thinking just while we were talking now because you started bringing up your plans, and I was like, oh yes, I should have some of those. Um, <laughs> that maybe I will get some new potion bottles because I could probably ask Tom to contribute to those because he ended up using a fair few of mine and he said that he yeah, would help contribute to the next batch um, and work on, and I've, I've already got a couple of colours of food colouring. So if I start making my potions out of food colouring, I'll have to buy one more colour because I've got two of the primary colours already. I could get working on that, use my glue gun maybe to try and make some cool drippy effects on oh, it. Oh, hell yeah. You can get, I've got some wax if you wanted to borrow some wax. I think glue gun would make the same effect, mm. really, and maybe paint it, but that's also something I could do. So I maybe start working on some potion bottles, some new potions, awesome. maybe try and make them a bit cooler than they were last year, and perhaps some embroidery. Like I'll try and embroider something on my apron, because let's face it, that's the piece that's the most spontaneous, the easiest, and like the most like you know last-minute yeah, like yeah, piece. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's really wonky and stuff, and... I left it on the counter and Tom cleaned the counter with like some um, antibacterial spray which had bleach in it so it's got now like a nice little line um, of bleach stain. Is that, that's, is that how he bleached in. his Nietzsche coat? Sorry? Is that how he bleached his Nietzsche coat? Yeah, I reckon so. Fool. He doesn't tend to clean off a counter before he clean like he tries to wipe it down. He's like, there's, there's stuff on that side of the counter but I'm wiping this side of the counter. Fool. <laughs> it's like, no, no, clear the entire area. Very good thorough job, Tom Weldon. We're <laughs> shaming you for your not crafting and your bad cleaning skills. I hope you're listening. <laughs> I can't uh, shame him for his bad cleaning. He's on top of it. That's the thing. He's always like going around trying to like clean bits here and there. So he does get it all. Yeah. He just probably should make sure he's not getting things Bleach that he's not up. meant yeah, to get. probably not. <laughs> awesome. I think he's learned his lesson now because he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, it's fine. It's a little bit of fabric that cost like that tiny amount because it was already cheap fabric. That's a very small amount of it. And as I say, I was, it was, if anything, it was going to be a first draft. But to be fair, I think it's worked out quite well. I might just wear it. Yeah, no, nice. It does look really good. And like you say, you can embroider some little leaves and vines yeah, exactly. on it and stuff. It would be really cute. And I think the nice thing about having made it myself is that if I fuck it up, then, yeah, you know, that's I just, what, yeah. it's just a little project that I've been working on that's yeah. not gone so well. And you it's know? like you say, it wasn't expensive fabric, yeah. so it's all good. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'd be a bit more wary of messing around with my tunics. They're big costume pieces and I'd yeah. need to replace them. Um, but now I've got three, set, three costumes, so one for each day. Um, which I quite like. That's that's oh, that was my goal for costumes. I can't wait to get back. Yes, I'm very excited, but unfortunately, it's going to be a while. Got a few more sleeps left. A few more sleeps to go. Yeah. Right. Well, thank you everyone for listening. If you if you've been up to any craft, if you've been making anything, please do let us know on uh, all our social medias, and we'll see you next week. Yeah, goodbye. Thank you very much for listening. If you want to keep in touch, don't forget to look for us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you'd like to support the podcast, you can find us on Patreon. Patreon.